Storytelling is marketing's oxygen. Your brand cannot survive without it. Hi, my name is Nyquia, and I am the founder of The Marketing Profit, a global digital marketing agency. I have mastered the art of storytelling and marketing strategy from the greatest storyteller of all time. Yes, girl, you got that right. I'm talking about Jesus Christ. The Scriptures, Stories, and Strategies podcast is here to help faith-based content creators create a universal community within their online business that sparks engagement, prompts actions, and generates income using lessons from the only business book you really need, your Bible. Let's begin. Hello loves and welcome back to the scripture stories and strategies podcast. If you're new and skip past that introduction, you probably have no clue who I am. Well, I am your host, Nyquia, the founder of The Marketing Profit, which is a Christian-based global SEO marketing agency for e-commerce brands. And we help e-commerce businesses increase their global reach and visibility, website traffic and sales through the world's largest search engines like Google and Pinterest. And the purpose of this podcast is to help Christian female entrepreneurs like you infuse more of their faith and God's word within their marketing and business strategies. And I do this by taking scriptures and stories from the Bible and transforming them into applicable business strategies so that Jesus is always within your business plans, trials, and successes as your number one business partner. So I got to say, this is one of my favorite topic titles (laughs) I think I've come up with because it's one of those questions that really take you off guard. At least it would for me if someone asked me this question. And it's also a question that I had to really process myself, um, and which is why I want to share this episode with you guys today. So as you can tell by the title, today's episode I want to talk about is would your business survive judgment day? And also how to know if your business would pass the quote unquote test. So as always, um, with every episode, I love to share a scripture that applies to today's lessons, as well as provide the scripture we'll be referencing today. So the scripture that I'm actually going to reference today and the scripture like quote is actually just going to come from the same passage I'm going to read today, and I'll read that actually later on. So today we're actually going to be focusing on applying 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 3 verses 5 through 15 to, the t- to today's lesson. Now, in specific, I'm really going to focus in on verses 12 through 15. So if you're in a position to have your Bibles out, please do so at this time. Um, or you can just listen to long, uh, listen along. Now, I do encourage you, if you want to pause this and read 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 5 through 15 on your own, kind of make your own notes. What do you get from that? Um, how do you think you can apply that to your business? Definitely encourage you to do that. And then you can come on back. Okay, so if you paused and came on back, welcome. If not, let's continue. Uh, So when you hear Judgment Day, what do you think of? You know, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Well, I'm going to tell you. For me, I know it's, um, you know, the day that God will judge me and everyone else for everything I've done on earth and based on my judgment, I'll still have my salvation. Um, I'll still get into heaven, but along with that, I'll either reap rewards or I will not reap rewards. Now, if you're not sure how Judgment Day works, the book of Revelation dives into all of that. And other books in the Bible also gives you hints of what Judgment Day will look like. But um, uh, throughout scripture, like in First Corinthians and Paul's letter, 
what I'm going to do is I'm going to break down the process of Judgment Day. And then we'll read the scripture we're going to use to apply to our businesses, uh, to apply that same judgment to our businesses to understand if in God's eyes as a Christian entrepreneurs, if our business um, or businesses were to go through that judgment, would it pass the test? So let's start with some context first, because that's very important. So in 1 Corinthians, the Apostle Paul addresses the city of Corinth. Now, if you're unaware of how Corinth was back in its day, it actually was a major party city in its time. So today we would compare it to like Vegas. It was a place of pleasure and indulgence. And the Corinthians' focus was self-satisfaction. And they weren't an easy group of people to deal with. Now, that word, self-satisfaction, the first thing I want you to think about is the reason for your business in the first place. Did you, you know, did you start your business for your own satisfaction or are you using your business to advance the kingdom of God as well as provide a solution to your customers? Or are you using your spiritual gifts within your business? Are you using your God-given talents within your business to advance the kingdom of God? Are you using valuable tools and resources to create the products for your customers? Or are you taking the cheap way and not caring about the process and materials of your products? Uh, What about, you know, do the resources and tools you use positively or negatively impact your customers' lives? Are you practicing unfair pricing strategies to just make a larger profit? Are you copying someone else's work and selling it off as your own? You know, what's the true purpose of your business? Are you in it for the money? Are you in it for the fame? Now, I know I just went on a tangent there, and I know I just asked a lot of questions, but understanding this first part will help us easily dive into the next part and dissect whether our businesses will pass through Judgment Day. Okay, now that we have the context of this scripture out the way, what is Judgment Day, right? So Judgment Day is the day both the saved and lost will be judged, and you can refer to Romans 14 verse 10 and 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. Now, everyone who has ever lived will be there in their resurrected bodies. There will be two judges, God and Jesus. And you can refer to Romans 14, 10 and 2 Corinthians 5, 10 again for that reference. Now, even though there are two judges, God puts Jesus in charge of the actual judging. You can refer to John um, chapter 5, verses 20 through and 20. 22 through 27 for that. So during the judgment, Jesus separates the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. You can refer to Matthew chapter 25 verses 32 and 33. Now, the purpose of our judgment is not to decide whether we are saved or lost because we should already know whether we are lost or saved, you know, because we, we are saved by God's grace. Um, you can see Matthew chapter 21 verses 1 through 16 for that. So what is the purpose of judgment? Now, Remember what I what it says. Um, it says that he will separate the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. All the sheep, which which are basically the saved, will not receive the same heavenly reward, and the goats, which are the lost, will not receive the same degree of punishment. So we will all be judged according to our works, and you can see Luke chapter twelve verses forty seven through forty eight, and also Matthew eleven verses twenty two through twenty four, or Matthew twenty three verse twenty three. Now God will reward some with greater blessings than others according to their deeds. Once again, you can also see Luke chapter 19, verse 11 through 19, and 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 12 through 15, which is the uh, scripture we're going to focus on today. 
Now, however, in 1 Corinthians 4 verse 5, it says, or Paul says, that Jesus will disclose the motives hidden in believers' hearts. Jesus will expose the true nature of a believer's heart to him or her, and every rebellious act, every wrong attitude, and every cutting word will be reviewed. Now, let's use this same process to understand if our businesses were being ju- if our businesses were being judged in you know God's eyes or by Jesus, will it pass the test? So now I'm going to um, read First Corinthians uh, chapter three verses five through fifteen. Now I'm reading from the ESV version. Uh, read along with me if you can, or um, like I said, you can pause this and read it on your own. Um, I also will be pausing in between verses to explain them and apply them to testing our businesses. So first, let me go ahead and grab my Bible here. Okay, so First Corinthians chapter 3, verses 5 says, What then is Apollos? What is Paul? Servants through whom you believed as the Lord assigned to each. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. He who plants and he who waters are one, and each will receive his wages according to his labor. For we are God's fellow workers, you are God's field God's building. Now I'm going to stop right there before I read the rest. Um, so first, from that scripture, right, it doesn't matter what type of, and I'm applying this to our business right now. So it doesn't matter what type of business you started, right? We all have different gifts to help us within our businesses. Now notice that each person uh, is given a gift that has a certain duty, but at the end, no matter what your duty is, it's fully carried out by God in the end. We are called God's building. We're called God's fellow workers. We're called God's field. And also says at the end of the day, each of our labor is one and we will receive wages according to the efforts of our labor. So basically, as Christian entrepreneurs, we can apply this and say that we all have different businesses, right? We all run them differently or operate them differently. And our business successes are all different and they all have different paths. And what we are paid from that business is based off the labor we put in. But at the end of the day, as a Christian business owner, God sees the fulfillment of our businesses if it's geared towards advancing the kingdom or not. Now, let's keep reading verses 10 through 15. It says, according to the grace of God given to me, like a skilled master builder, I laid a foundation and someone else is building upon it. Let each one take care how he builds upon it. For no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become manifest. For the day will disclose it because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test what sort of work each one has done. Now, I'm going to stop right there again. So as Christian entrepreneurs, it's important that our Christian values are the foundations of our businesses. In verse 10, it says, like a skilled master builder, I laid a foundation and someone else is building upon it. Let each one take care how he builds upon it. So not only should the foundation of our businesses reflect the characteristics of Jesus Christ, it also says no one can lay a foundation other than which is laid. 
So has your business changed over the course of months or years? Has the people you hired, the customers you acquired, the money you brought in, etc., built upon a foundation of your business that has no long, that no longer has a Christian foundation that it started out with? If so, then you already started off on a rocky foundation. You didn't input your Christian values into your business if you did not start that off with no found, with that Christian foundation. So it's important what you build your business out of, as well as who you invite to build on top of the foundation of your business. And your foundation as a Christian entrepreneur should not change. Now, let's get into the test of, you know, what makes your business. Um... And it says in verse 12, right, if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become manifest for the day will disclose it because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test what sort of work each one has done. Think about this, right? If your business, right, was built on a solid foundation with gold, silver or precious stones, when that is thrown into the fire, it's not going to burn. Now, if your business was built on a rocky foundation with wood, hay, and straw, it will not survive the fire. It would burn down. Now, the gold, silver, and precious stone can mean all sorts of values you place within your business. It can be that you provide quality services for your clients. It can mean your products are made from valuable material. It can mean you pay your employees a great salary. It can mean you give back to your community with some of the profit your business makes. It can mean that you take the time to hire the right people for your business. Now, if you built your business with wood, hay, or straw, it's the complete opposite. It can mean you don't really provide the service you say you do. It can mean that your products are sourced from the cheapest materials you can find, so it's less operational costs on your end, and you don't really care what your customer responses are as long as they're buying your products. Or maybe you like um, maybe you lie about the source of your material. Maybe you lie about the experience or professional education you have to run that service-based business. Maybe it means you don't get back any of the profits from your business and you hoard your money. It can mean you find the cheapest labor to help with your business because you can't justify hiring people at their worth and the experience you need. And it can mean, I can go on, it can mean so much more. But a business who practices any of this will eventually go out of business, right? Or in this case, will not pass judgment. And it will not make it through the fire. It will burn. Now, let's look at verses 14 through 15. It says, if the work that anyone has built on the foundation survives, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, though he himself will be saved, but only through fire. Now, based on if your business passed or not, you'll still receive a reward, meaning all of us as Christian business owners essentially enter the kingdom. But based on how we build our businesses, we will have more rewards over others or receive less rewards over others. So knowing all of this, I want you to reflect. Uh, actually, let me let me remind back real quick because I don't want to confuse you guys. So once again, we're taking the scripture and applying it to our businesses. But this scripture, of course, it doesn't talk about businesses. This scripture is basically saying that we don't lose our salvation, that when we are judged, uh, we still enter into heaven, but we will be judged on all the action, all the labor that we have done. And based on the works that we put out into the world, um, we will receive rewards or we won't receive rewards uh, less than other people. So I just want to make that clear. Okay, so knowing all of this, I want to reflect on your business for a minute again. You know, I want you to think of the foundation of your business, your reason for starting, your mission and value statement of your business. All right. Does it reflect Jesus Christ? 
does it reflect your Christian values, right? Then take a look at the operational and financial side of your business. Would you be rewarded for how you run your business as well as how you spend God's profit? He's rewarded you. Do you give back? Do you put back within your business or do you hoard it and keep it all to yourself? Do you waste it? See, I want you to know that we're all built differently as entrepreneurs, but we're Christian entrepreneurs, which means our faith and value should be expected to be within the foundation of our businesses. And one day we will all be judged and your business will be a part of that judgment, right? Because um, it's a part of your life. And Jesus will know the true intentions of our hearts. So this is not an episode to, I don't want to instill fear or anything. That's not what this episode is about, but um, it's more of a reflection on how you can replace Um, Think about how you can replace the wood, hay, and straw right now within your business and replace it for the gold, silver, and, you know, jewels. You know, for example, can you let go of cheaply paid employees to use that wage for someone who is more qualified and experienced? Can you, excuse me, can you take advantage of the discounts given on your services and products as a way for your customers to give back to a charity or community? So your customers feel like they're helping others and helping themselves solve a problem when they purchase a product or service from you. Can you source better materials? Can you provide more value in your services? Can you offer a freebie that actually offers value and is not used just to upsell your leads? Is your foundation and mission values both reflected on Christianity or do they not reflect each other? So the real question is, what can you do today to start weeding out the hay, weeding out the straw, weeding out the wood and replacing it with gold, silver, and jewels? And then, of course, making sure the foundation of your business um, is reflected by the characteristics of Jesus Christ, is reflected as what a Christian um, is supposed to be. Now, this is one of my shorter episodes, and I want to thank you so much for listening in to uh, this episode of Scripture Stories and Strategies. Now, if you love this episode, I'd really love for you to share it with another Christian entrepreneur who needs to listen to this. I also love seeing your comments, guys. It really makes me happy, and it really just... Um, Honestly, it really makes me want to make more episodes um, because sometimes I'll get into my own head and I'll be like, nobody's listening. Nobody cares. Like this, like I'm talking to myself, but I look at the analytics of my show. I look at your comments and that's what it takes to honestly keep me going. So um, not only does it keep me going, um, but it also helps this podcast reach uh, other people who really need it. So rating this podcast and leaving comments will also make sure that um, the right people hear this. And I love it if you can help me do that. As always, I want to end in prayer. Um, I actually found this prayer online and it it literally, it puts into words exactly what I wanted to say. So I'm going to read this prayer to you that I found. It's a little bit long, but it's going to help us with the whole um, title of this uh, episode is you know we want our businesses to pass judgment day and this prayer i know is really going to set the tone for that so if you have the option to bow your head bow your head with me and we will pray father we praise you for the entrepreneur spirit you set in our hearts let all of our achievements honor you when the lines of ethical and honest decisions start to blur grant us absolute clarity Stir in our hearts the courage to build a foundation of our businesses on the back of your truth and your standards. When we are pressured and poked to cut corners and bend our Christ-centered code and moral conduct, strengthen our resolve to stay focused on you first. Help us to honor the vision that you set in our hearts. Let us give it to you daily and work hard, giving it our 
all for your glory. Protect us from the pride that over applauds us and that which attacks our confidence. Father, if you aim to accomplish something through us, you will see it to fruition. Help us to be faithful along the way. Father, whether our businesses are struggling or thriving, you are still God, our unchanging provider. Help us throw all of our trust in you. Faithful and loving, you place us in communities. May our businesses seek to serve those living in the communities in which our businesses reside. You are not a God of coincidence. You place people in our lives purposely. For this reason, we pray for hearts that are open to your voice that guides us in wisdom and mute those tempt to go astray. For by our example and decisions, we show what it means to follow Jesus in every area of our life, including our businesses. Show us our place in the business world, Lord, and beyond. How can we take what we are learning and earning to help those in far corners of our neighborhoods and the world? Show us our place, Father, for we know when we let go of our tight grip on process, you blow us away with the places you lead and take us. Fill our hearts with the joy and peace that surpass all understanding. Bless our employees, Lord. Forgive us for any and all times we have been unfair bosses and or ungrateful co-workers. When we are tempted to be frustrated with our position or employees, calm our thoughts, Lord, to align with your truth. truth. Help us be kind and patient when we are anxious and fuming, when things don't go the way we want it to or plan, and keep us level-headed and gracious, compassionate, and careful with our words. Thank you so much for providing for us, Father. Bless our employees, our families, and our businesses. Keep them physically safe and keep our businesses healthy um, and guard their hearts and minds of our employees and our families and ourselves today and always. Make every May every day um, that our employees come to work and every time we get up and start our work be a joy and not a burden. If there are days that burden us or burden our employees, may they have the courage to speak up and have us have the courage to speak to you, trusting we will hear and answer, um, hear from you with compassion. May all affected by our businesses feel closer to you, Christ, because they are part of our organizations. Bless the decisions made now and in the future, and may our businesses be built on godly principles and steered by godly truths. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this episode once again, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Do you feel that? That heat? That fuel? Girl, that's that faith fuel. And I pray you use the fuel and lessons learned today in this episode and apply them to your personal life and business journey. Feel free to screenshot this episode and share a business lesson you learned and will now be incorporating in your business. Don't forget to tag me, okay, at The Marketing Profit so I'm notified and we can talk more about how you're going to apply those lessons to your business strategy in the DMs. It would also mean so much to me to reach all the faith-based entrepreneurs who want to infuse God within their business journey. But in order to do that, I need your help to get the word out. I would love if you'd comment, rate, and subscribe to this podcast in order to help me reach those girls and share these biblical business strategies. Let them know what they're missing. Okay, don't tell them I can turn water into wine, but let them know I can turn scriptures and stories into applicable and action-packed business strategies. Thank you so much, Faith Field friend, and I will talk to you in my next episode. Have a blessed day.